We are on Ksubis Mem Gimel Amin Aleph 43a, about four or five lines from the top. Uh, the Gemara now will enter into a new topic. Uh, we will see that it is based off of the end of our Mishnah. The Gemara will try to figure out um, certain ideas from the end of the Mishnah. Uh, but with a brief introduction before we begin the topic, uh, we will be discussing how is a child supported. Now, the obvious answer is through the parents. And so, uh, by, t- by the Torah, uh, a father is responsible to feed his children, um, and also he has to support his wife. Um, and there is a small difference between under the age of six versus above the age of six. We do say that uh, when the child is under the age of six, so then there's a higher level of responsibility and that uh, the the Rabbanon, the, the court, is if the father is refusing to feed his children, they're allowed to um, take away money from him and in order to feed the children. When they're above the age of six, so then there still is, on a rabbinic level, there's a requirement for the father to uh, feed his children, um, but it is only on a rabbinic level, uh, but it's assumed. The Gemara has a very... Uh, negative description of somebody who refuses to feed his own children and how terrible it is. Uh, but there is, there's a requirement also above the age of six. Um, they still would, the chazal, the, the rabbis and the court would still uh, take away money from the father, assuming that the father is wealthy. If he's wealthy, so then they'll take away money from him if he's refusing to feed his children. Um, if he's not wealthy, so then they are a bit more hesitant to do so. Um, but there is an obligation. There is an obligation to feed your children. Until when? So that's not as simple. Uh, but let's assume for now, the, the way many many uh, posts can say, is until they are of age where they could get their own job, where they're able to support themselves. So it might not just be until they're 12 or 13, but it could be until they... Um, until they're able to support themselves, which could be different in every generation and in different societies. So there is an obligation uh, to, uh, to 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 provide food for your children, um, and again, above the age of six, it's only on a rabbinic level. Uh, as a result of that, there are two, um, not necessarily as a result of that, but uh, there's also in in the other direction in terms of things that happen to the children. So then, what do, what do the fa- what does the father receive? So number one is that if they find anything, if there's anything that they find. Uh, that they are that becomes that enters into their possession, so then that that's given over to the father. And the reason for this is the Gemara explains is because of Eva. It's because of uh, Eva. Basically, we want to make sure that the father really supports his children. And in order to support his children, we we we, we want to incentivize him. And so we say that if, if they happen to be if they find anything because you're the one who's supporting them, so then it really belongs to you. Technically, it belongs to you. If you if you want to let them keep it, so then they could keep it. But technically, it really belongs to the father. Um, so that that's really to incentivize him to continue to support his children. There is a separate halacha. There's a separate law that yadeha. Let's say uh, this child uh, makes some money, whatever, whatever way she makes money, however way she makes money, and she's so if she makes money, um, so if she's being supported by her father, so then that that money is given to her father. Whatever she makes really belongs to her father. 
this is part of just the general idea potentially of what is under the jurisdiction of the father. This is not really reciprocity. This is not uh, this is not because the father is supporting her, but there's a concept of shvach nurela viha that uh, the father has certain certain jurisdiction over um, his children, and so therefore anything anything that they make uh, in terms of uh, when when they work. So then that should be given over to the father. The father has the right to say that they could keep it. But anything that they make would go to her. Now, if they're not being supported by the father, so then they get they get to keep whatever they make. They're allowed to keep whatever they make. If they're if the father's not supporting them, so then they could keep whatever they make. Um, however, if they make hadafa, if they have a surplus above and beyond what they need for their own means, so then that is given over to the father. That's part of this general rule that whatever they make is given to the father. So if they're not being supported by the father, so then they're allowed to work, um, and whatever they make is given to themselves, but um, the extra is given over to the father. So let's say that could be a case where, let's say it's just a very poor family, and the father doesn't have the ability to support his children, so then they could go work, and they could keep it for themselves in order so that they have food on the table for themselves, but anything which is extra is given back to the father. That's part of the general, um, the general rule of of shvach avia. Okay. Now, with that introduction, the Gemara, essentially until the next Mishnah, which we'll get to on Memgilma Bay's forty three B, the Gemara will be addressing uh, what happens in a scenario where, let's say, the father passes away, and the law is this is part of Iksuba, that if the father passes away, so then the brothers, the Rusha, uh, the estate of the father is given over to. Uh, the first one in the line is given over to the to his his sons, uh, specifically to his sons. But the sons have a requirement. This is part of the ksuba to support the daughters, to support their sisters, um, and through the estate they have to support the sisters through the estate. So the question of the gemara is: Okay, now that they have to support through the estate, do they also receive? Just like when it comes to a, a father daughter relationship, where the father is supporting the daughter, it's not it's not because the father is supporting the daughter, but it's true that in such a relationship, the daughter also anything that she makes in terms of work, uh, from her work is given over to her father. In, in, a, in a typical case, in a classical case, where the father is supporting his daughter, uh, so then would the same thing apply when the father passes away? The brothers are now supporting the their sister through the estate of the father. Um, so then, uh, would they be able to receive anything that she makes from uh, in terms of uh, when, when she works? Would they receive that? Um, that compensation. Uh, now, it is important to note, we'll see this in the Gemara, I'm not sure about today, but we'll definitely see this in the Gemara moving forward, that uh, when it comes to Mitziasa, when it comes to if she finds anything, so then she for sure could keep it. If it's after the father passes away, that she does not have to give that over to the brothers. She could for sure keep it. Why could she keep it? So some of the commentators explain as follows. The whole question that we're asking is um, when the the father made this agreement that uh, there's this ksuba that when he passes away, the brothers have to support their sister to support his own daughter, their sister. Uh, so then, what did he have in mind? What exactly did he have in mind? What was the what was uh, what was the the intention here? Was the intention to have it work out in the same exact way that it, it would work out while he is alive, which would mean that uh, just like when he's alive, he receives any profit that she makes, and then so too the brothers who receive the profit. Or is it no, that they have an obligation to support her, but it's not going to be this in the same way. It's not going to be in the same way as a father-daughter relationship. 
Uh, now, that's true when it comes to making a profit because that's, it's, at least it was uh, normal back then, um, especially since back, uh, back then people got married younger, they started working at an earlier age, so it was normal for, for her to make some sort of profit. Um, but when it comes to finding things, so then that's not what, what he's having in mind. That, that's not part of the ksuba. It's not, it's not so common to just find things and to keep it and of that, of that which has significant value. Um, so uh, he didn't have that in mind. Whatever she finds is hers. That's hers. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something which is common, a common occurrence. And it, could, it, it was a common occurrence back then that they would make some sort of profit at an earlier age. Um, and so the question is, did he have in mind that that should really, that's part of the ksuba, that it should be given over to the brothers? That's really the question. And so some of the commentators point out that this whole question is really only, we're talking about on a rabbinic level. On a biblical level, for sure, she's allowed to keep it. She's allowed to keep it. It doesn't belong to the brothers. We're talking about on a rabbinic level. Did the rabbi say that, well, when he wrote this ksuba, that the brothers have to support their sister, so then did he also have in mind that it should work in the exact same way in terms of his own relationship with his daughters, should it work in the same way with regards to the brothers and the sisters? That the brothers support, again, they're supporting the sister from the estate of the father. It's not from their own money. Uh, but do they also receive uh, the any any profit, any compensation that she makes from work? So then do, is that given over to the brothers? That's really the question of the Gemara. Babine, Rabbi Mir of Shishas. Rabbi asks of Shishas. Basani Zunas Menachan Lumi. Do we say that the children sort of, the brothers sort of take the place of the father, just like the father received the profit that she made, so too they would receive that after he passes away? Or do we say that, no, there's a big difference. In the case of the father, the father supporting his daughter from his own money. It's from his own money, but when it comes to the brothers, it's not their own money, it's from the estate of the father. So why should they receive the profit that the sister makes? So Rav Sheshis has the following answer. We will see that this is a dispute. Um, and in the end of the day, we do not follow the position of Rav Sheshis. But Rav Sheshis responds, Amar lei, tini suha, I can prove it to you from the following Mishnah. What about in the following case? What happens if the father uh, passes away, the Yerusha, the inheritance, is given over uh, to the children, but his wife is still alive. His wife is still alive, so his wife is supported by the estate, which is given over to the children, but the wife has to be supported. And what's also true is that anything that she makes is given to them. Anything that she makes is given to them, um, and that, that is the law, so that uh, she has to be supported, she gets what she needs, but basically, anything that she makes, which would be the extra, anything above and beyond what she needs, so that should be given over to the children. Um, and the reason for this is uh, because the children are going to be the, the future. And uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see why exactly in a few lines, but um, or, or at least they'll be hinted to in a few lines. Uh, but they're, they're the future, especially the daughter. The daughter has to have enough money so that um, she is more desirable when she gets married so that she's bringing more into the marriage. And so the wife is still being supported. It's not like she's not being supported. She's still being supported, but any money that she makes, which is above and beyond what she needs, so then, um, because she's, she's already being supported by the estate of her of her uh, deceased husband, uh, so then that's given over to the children. So the Gemara says, wants to make a connection. Rosh wants to make the connection. Say, just like when it comes to the mother 
the wife, so that anything she makes is given over to the children. So too, when it comes to the daughter, so that anything that she makes, the daughter is given over to her brothers. So the Gemara says, how could you make such a comparison? Midami, it's not true. When it comes to the wife, the husband never had in mind that the wife should make more. It's not about making more. She has to be supported. And she has to get what uh, what she needs in order to live. But to have more, what's more is for the future. What's more is for the children. When it comes to the daughter, the daughter shouldn't give over uh, how much she makes, any profit she has to her brothers. She needs it for herself in order to, so that uh, she could plan for the future in order in, in terms of marriage and for the future to live uh, in the future so it should be given over to the daughter we cannot compare says the Gemara Rav Sheshi says we can compare the mother to the daughter just like the mother the, her, her prophet is given over to the to the children so too when it comes to the daughter uh, anything she makes is given over to the brothers but the Gemara responds back by saying it's not true we can't make such a comparison when it comes to the daughter maybe uh, the the father wants his daughter to have uh, to have more for the future so the Gemara asks as follows. Remember, so are you coming to tell me that the father favors his daughter over his wife? Is that what's going on here? The father favors the daughter over his wife? But Rabbi Yossi says, Also, so the Gemara basically asks as follows. We know that the halacha is, the law is, is that the brothers have to support the sister. However, that's only in a case where there's actually enough money to go around. If there's not enough money to go around from the estate of the father, that he was very poor, and there's only enough to support either the brothers or the sisters, so then we say that you have to support, uh, through the estate, that you have to support the sisters, and the brothers have to go knocking. They have to go around asking for tzedakah. Uh, because we want, it's better to support, uh, we, we want to support the, the girls. They shouldn't be going around asking for money. We have the boys, we have the, we have the brothers going around asking for money. The same thing is true, uh, the same thing is true, says Rubiosi, when it comes to uh, what happens if uh, the father passes away and he doesn't have that much, and there's a question of who to support, the, the wife, the wife of the deceased husband, or his daughter. There's, there's not enough to support both of them through the estate. So who who gets it? So Rabiosi says it's given to the wife. The wife receives it so that she's able to uh, she's able to sustain herself. And the daughter has to be the one who uh, who goes around asking for tzedakah. So we see from here that the, the husband favors his wife over his daughter. These are all uh, very unfortunate scenarios where he doesn't have enough to go around to everybody. And so there's unfortunately there's like this picking and choosing of of the of his loved ones, uh, but if there's not enough to go around, so then he 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 uh, the the rule is is that he prefers that it goes to his wife as opposed to his daughter. So we see the opposite of what we just said because before we just said that it should be given to the daughter. Um, that the, the sorry the deceased husband prefers that his daughter keep uh, however much she makes, but the wife cannot keep however much whatever she makes from work. So the Gemara answers a very important answer. The Gemara answers, no. Essentially, um, the Gemara answers that it depends on what we're talking about here. Uh, there's different considerations for different situations. If it's just about being sustained um, and having enough just to live, so that he prefers his wife. He does not want his wife. He doesn't want to embarrass his wife so that his wife has to go around 
asking for tzedakah. So then, in terms of prioritizing, obviously he prefers if both of them are able to have enough money. But if it's in a situation where you can't, it's just an, it's an unfortunate situation, so then it's better that his wife has the money so that she's able to sustain herself. And then the daughter would have to be the one who goes around asking for tzedakah. Um, however, if we're not talking about just basic needs, but we're talking about extra, anything having to do with extra, so then in that case, the father favors the daughter over the wife because he wants to make sure that his daughter has money for the future, so that his daughter has money uh, to, to plan for the future and also so that it's desirable for somebody to marry her. It's important uh, for her to have money entering into a marriage. Um, and so therefore, in terms of anything which is extra, so if she makes money on her own, uh, so then that that would not have to be given over, um, suggests the Gemara against Rav Sheshes, that that would not be given over to the uh, to the brothers, but when it comes to the wife of the deceased husband, so then she's supported by the estate of the father, which is uh, really given over to the to the sons. They are the ones who uh, inherit it, but she's being supported by the estate of the father. Uh, however, anything that she makes above and beyond what's necessary in order for her to be uh, sustained and supported, so then that is given over to the sons. It's given over to the children because the children are the ones who uh, need the extra. Uh, as they move forward in life. Okay, the Gemara, in the, the next question of the Gemara, will bring up our Mishnah. Our Mishnah will be um, used to figure out one way or the other, um, or will be su- suggestion to use our Mishnah uh, to figure out whether or not uh, the brothers would be able to uh, receive uh, the uh, compensation that the sister however much the sister makes uh, from her from her working. So the Gemara will bring up our Mishnah, which is why we are bringing up this discussion to begin with. Okay, so we'll see that in the next class.